Amen. 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 It's good to see you and hear you in the house of the Lord tonight. On this beautiful Wednesday night, August the 7th, I think it is. Amen. You can be seated if you'd like to. Uh, we're going to start a little bit different tonight. Uh, you know, the scripture teaches us um, a principle that says to give honor where honor is due. You've heard that before, haven't you? And uh, so we want to take a minute and do that tonight. Um, it's great to have Sister Schoonover here with us this evening, always. And But she may not be here Sunday. We just don't know. And since we just don't know, we got to seize the moment. Um, Sunday is her birthday. Woo-hoo. And uh, we so appreciate her very, very much. Um, many of you have known her, well, other than Loren, for anywhere from yeah, 13 years or less. So, well, and the Garcias have known her much longer than the Jesters. Uh, we've known her for 24 years now almost. And I've watched Sister Schoonover be mom and grandma to her kids and grandkids, but I've also watched her be mom to many, many others' kids and grandma. Um, I've watched her be teacher at a Christian school. I've watched her be teacher when it wasn't a Christian school, when it was just one-on-one. We know her to be a lady of prayer. Aren't you thankful for that? You know, what often happens is we hear from Bishop and Bishop travels and Bishop goes and and Sister Schoonover is, sometimes she travels too, but um, it's sometimes easy to take for granted the two that are one flesh. And Sister Schoonover, I hope we don't do that, take you for granted. We love you. We appreciate you very, very, very much. And so we're asking you to come. We have something for you. Oh. We'll even have her make a speech or something, too. So, happiest birthday to you. So I almost reacted when everybody said, yay, it's her birthday. I was almost went, boo, <laughs> boo. Um, you really just don't want to get that old. And, <laughs> and you don't feel that old. And then, yes, you do. After, you know, any time after 12 noon, I feel that old. <laughs> um, so I'm blessed. I'm very blessed to be here with all of you. It's, it's amazing to have... Um, multiple congregations that you um, are blessed to be a part of, and you really do love everybody and um, pray for everybody. And um, I just feel um, extra full in my heart and sometimes um, full of a whole lot of prayer requests. Um, 
And I go out and I just don't, you know, I don't know what I am and people don't know what to do with me except that I have, I belong to a really big, large church family and I'm thankful for that. God bless you all. God is so good to me. Praise God. Praise God. After church, make sure you say hi to Brother Martin. It's his birthday today. So I didn't buy him any flowers. Nothing. Maybe I'll buy him a cheeseburger later or something. Amen. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Fitting, yes. Praise God. Why don't we stand together tonight? Could we talk to the Lord? Could we lift him up right now and give him praise? Lord, we thank you for your goodness, for your richness. We thank you for the beckoning of your voice upon our lives. We worship you in this place tonight. We exalt you, Father. We exalt you, Father. You are holy and worthy of our worship tonight. We thank you. We yield ourselves unto you. We yield ourselves to you and what you're desiring to do here this evening. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we submit our thoughts to you. We submit our spirit to you tonight, Lord, and that which you desire to do. I pray the liberty of the Holy Ghost working expressly in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. We bless your name tonight. We bless your name tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Uh, there's a scripture in the book of James. Many of you have heard it or know it. And it says... Is any sick among you? Know that part? Right? Let them what? Call for the elders of the church, right? And then let them anoint them with oil, pray. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up. Is that the word of the Lord? It's the word of the Lord. The... That verse was quickened to my spirit this morning uh, when I received a text from someone uh, that doesn't reach out and ask for prayer very often. And they reached out and said, hey, would you pray for me and my wife? I said, sure, what's up? And they need the Lord to touch their body. And I that scripture came to me that... They are responding, whether they were recognized or not, they are responding to that scripture. They were sick, and they're calling on the elders of the church to pray for them. And so now, because they're responding, doing what the word of the Lord says, the Lord is obligated by his word, and the prayer of faith will do a work. I believe that. And so I'm going to ask, they gave me permission, so I'm not putting them on the spot tonight, just in case. Um... I'm going to ask us to pray with Brother Lewis and Sister Julie. Brother Lewis has been battling migraines, and Sister Julie has been battling coughing when she tries to sleep. And I believe the Lord wants to do a work in their body tonight. Amen? Why don't you guys...
come now that I've. And I'm going to ask Elder Flowers if he would come. Brother Martine, would you come here? Amen. Amen. My wife, Sister Schoonover, Sister Flowers, could you come here, please? And then my others, if you would, if you have faith to come in behind them, and we're going to pray the prayer of faith right now. All right? In Jesus' name. Is there oil? Thank you, Brother Flowers. There was oil somewhere over there. There it is. In Jesus' name. Come on, we're going to pray the prayer of faith. According to the word of God, he's a healer. Amen. Others, feel free to come around here and agree together in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Everybody said amen. Thank you, Lord. God bless you. You can be seated. told Elder Flowers I had about about five to ten minutes worth of something and I was going to turn it to him. And I said, well, I think it's five to ten minutes. Um, The book of Luke, chapter number one. Please be prayerful about the ladies' conference. It starts tomorrow night right here in Yakima. Believe in the Lord to do great things there. And excited about that. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. Luke 1 and 26. Might need another version here. I better grab my phone. This story is one that this place in history is one that we've all heard. And uh, 
I've read it like many of you many times and uh, just struck me different today. Luke 1 and 26 says, And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in to her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. It's quite the greeting. Verse 29. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. Now, let me read that in the Amplified, because when I read that the first couple of times, I'm like, what does that mean, cast in her mind? In the Amplified, starting again at verse 26, In the sixth month after that, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee named Nazareth, to a girl never having been married, and a virgin engaged to be married to a man whose name was Joseph, a descendant of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her, the angel came to her and said, Hail, O favored one, endued with grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed, favored of God are you before all other women. But when she saw him, she was greatly troubled and disturbed and confused at what he said and kept revolving in her mind what such a greeting might mean. How many of you heard this story before? This recap of history. You know, we can read this passage and think, man, that's beautiful. And it is. How many of you read that and you're thinking about the fact that Mary is a 14 to 15, maybe 16-year-old girl? Doesn't really pass through your mind, does it? How old are you, Malia? 16. Studies and history bears out she was probably somewhere between 14 and 17. Can you imagine 14 to 17-year-old young lady, not married? She's betrothed to be married. If you look at that in Scripture, it was, it was already set up for her. So she was going to be married, but she wasn't yet. And an angel shows up and says, you're highly favored. The Lord's with you. You're blessed among women. And she's standing there looking at the angel, hearing this. Now, we read this and we read it like, oh, it just flows. And Mary's like, oh, that's wonderful. That's good. That's. I don't know if it's all setting in or not. The scripture says she was troubled when she saw him. And she's turning around in her mind, what in the world does that type of salutation have to do with me? Verse 30, watch. The angel says, now she didn't notice, she didn't say anything there in verse 29. It just says she was troubled. 
She's cast in her mind what this should be. And the angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, for you've found favor with God. I would imagine she's thinking, easy for you to say. Don't be afraid. Something told him she's a little concerned here. And behold, this is what he follows, don't be afraid with. And behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and call his name Jesus. He'll be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give to him the throne of his father, David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom. There shall be no end. That's a lot. For a young lady who's not married to receive. The angel just showed up and said, oh, by the way, you're going to be pregnant. And the child that you're going to have is going to be called the son of the highest. His kingdom will have no end. He's going to be at the throne of David. See, we read this like, oh, it's a beautiful story. And it is beautiful. But I think we miss where Mary is in all of this. She's hearing all of these things. And, you know, what would your response be if you heard all of that? Oh, that's wonderful. That's beautiful. Watch what Mary said, verse 34. Mary said to the angel, how's this going to happen? Seeing I don't know a man. I mean, in King James English, it sounds much more right spiritual. How shall this be? Now, Mary literally said, uh, how's... Me getting pregnant. How's this going to happen? Because I don't have a husband. We can remove the fact that humanity was involved in God's plan. And forget. And it's interesting if you read this whole chapter. Luke chapter 1. We find this angel Gabriel appearing before to a lady named Elizabeth. And Elizabeth doesn't live in Nazareth. Elizabeth lives up in the hills of Judah. Her husband's a servant of the temple. And the angel appeared to him first. And, and so this has all happened. And so she's going to have a child. And it's six months into her pregnancy when Gabriel shows up to Mary. And it's interesting if you look and you read and you study. Just in Luke 1 alone. Elizabeth and Zacharias, that was her husband. Elizabeth and Zacharias, the scripture tells their lineage. They're of the tribe of Aaron. It tells, I think, the name of their... Uh... Oh, yeah, his wife was the daughters of Aaron. Zacharias was of the course of Abiah. It tells a little bit of their history and their family, their lineage. You can almost see this makes sense. He works in the temple. He's... She's from the Aaronic priesthood, that flow. So that makes sense. But now Mary, when we read about Mary, it doesn't tell us anything about her. It says Joseph, her husband that she's, or the guy that's going to be her husband, is of the tribe of Judah. We know that because of David. But it just says, and he was a spouse to a virgin, Mary. Doesn't tell us anything about her history, her background, her nothing. But she lives in Nazareth. 
I remember some of you may have been there at youth convention. Brother Victor Jackson preached a message um, about Bethlehem and Nazareth and how Nazareth was really where those that weren't necessarily the... Bethlehem was the city of kings. Nazareth was sort of the city of outcasts. Elizabeth lives in the hills of Judah. Mary lives in Nazareth. I don't know how she felt about this angel approaching her. I would imagine she's maybe thinking, you get the right person. And so she's just going, okay, you're telling me this is going to happen. How? Tell me how. Now watch the angel's response. The angel answered, said to her, the Holy Ghost will come on you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also that holy thing which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. If he didn't have her attention before, I'd say he has it now. And behold... Your cousin Elizabeth, she's also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. I don't want to belabor the point, but I want to make sure we get it. This teenage girl has just experienced something like she's never experienced in her life. She's had things said to her that have never been said to anyone. She has no reference point. Maybe she's heard about angels appearing before, to people before. But this is, a, this is a reference point. She doesn't have something to look back and point to. Oh, my mom told me about this happening. And she's heard of this. And now she's trying to process, how's this going to happen? She's turning about in her mind the things that are being said to her. And her response is naturally, well, how, since I, I'm not married yet. And the angel says, the Holy Ghost is going to overshadow you, and that's going to cause you to have a child that's going to be called the Son of God. And the Lord is speaking to every area of her life, for with God nothing shall be impossible. And we see something happen here with Mary. I want you to watch verse 38. And Mary said, this is Mary's response. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to your word. And the angel left. I took all that time to walk through all of that. To ask this question. What does the Lord say to you and I that seems impossible? And then what's my response? I marvel at Mary's response. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to your word. Faith. Be it unto me according to your word. What you've said, let it be. The word there is rhema. Be it unto me according to the rhema that you've spoken. What did she do? She received the word of the Lord 
from the angel of God. I don't know that doubt didn't try to enter in, but something in her was quickened. The scripture says that in Romans 10 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. Something quickened in Mary that she had faith to be able to respond. And I wonder that the familiarity of this story would cause me to pass over how significant her faith was in that moment to be able to say, Okay, I'm the handmaiden of the Lord. Be it according to your word. I don't know how. I can't understand everything. This is more than I can take in in my human ability. I've got to imagine for her. She wasn't able in her human intellect to process all that was taking place. You could never convince me of that. This is a supernatural event that's taken place. And she's standing here talking with an angel. And he's telling her things That no one has ever been told. And she's trying to process it. And finally her response when he says nothing is impossible with God. She says the only response that by the grace of God should come out of our mouth. Be it to me according to your word. I don't know how. I can't understand. But according to your word. Something in me recognizes that what's spoken is the word of God. And therefore, my only response is, I'm the handmaid of the Lord if you're a lady. I'm a servant of the Lord. I'm responsive to the Lord. Be it to me according to your word, Lord. I can't explain it. I can't make it happen. What do I tell Joseph? What's he got? According to your word. Now, I want you to watch something. We read on down through there quickly. Verse 39. Because as soon as she said, be it according to the word, the scripture says the angel left. The angel heard what they needed to say. You know, there's one place in scripture, I believe it's Hebrews chapter 4, that says, it is Hebrews chapter 4, because the writer is talking about some that received the word and some that didn't. And he says, we, I'm paraphrasing, but you can go read it. He says, We both were preached the same gospel. But he said, they didn't receive it because it didn't mix with faith in they that heard it. They heard the word that was preached, but they didn't let it mix with faith. That word mix there is simply to commingle their faith with the word that was taught or preached. And so because their faith didn't commingle with the word of God... The scripture says in Hebrews 4, it didn't profit them or it didn't produce the fruit that it was intended to produce because there was no commingling of their faith with the word of God when it came to them. Here we see something that happens where Mary commingles her faith with the word of God when she says, be it to me according to your word. Verse 39, and Mary arose in those days, went to the hill country with haste to a city of Judah entered into the house of Zacharias, saluted Elizabeth, and it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb. This is the babe, John the Baptist, that's in the womb of Elizabeth. The babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice. Spiritual utterance came upon Elizabeth in this moment. The Word of God began needed an issue forth, and Elizabeth yielded, and the word of God came out, and she said, Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. 
And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Now you understand again, this is this teenage young girl. You want to talk about having a week. Here she is now. She's having to process all of these things that are being said by Elizabeth, the mother of your Lord. See, we can read this. I shouldn't say we. I can read this and I can read right through it because I've read it so many times. And I can take away the humanity of this young lady that God is using in a supernatural salvation plan, precise time in history for what he intends to save the world. And we can remove her human element. She was human. She had faith in the word of God. She, I don't believe for a moment she thought she could explain it. All she could do is say, all I know is an angel appeared and this is what the angel said. And my response was, okay, if you say it, so be it. I believe the Lord is wanting to reach into our faith. To reach into our faith. So that we would lay hold on his word. And have the same response. Verse 44. Elizabeth still talking. She says, for lo, as soon as the voice of your salutation sounded in my ears. The babe leaped in my womb for joy. How'd she know it was joy? Maternal instinct. Now watch what Elizabeth says. This is important. Remember where we paused in verse 38, what Mary said, be it to me according to your word. Watch Elizabeth's words in verse 45. And blessed is she that believed. Blessed is she that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Blessed is the one that believes, for there will be a performance of those things which were told them of the Lord. Would you pray with me right now? Blessed is the one that believes, for there will be a performance of those things that are told them of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Blessed is the one that believes. For there will be a performance of those things which were told them from the Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray the quickening word of God. In the heart of the hearer. Faith that comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
While I may not understand most often in my human intellect, far be it from me to question your word, Lord. But according to your word, so be it. According to your word, so be it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in, with, and through your body, the operation of your spirit and faith, working with your word, in the name of Jesus, I pray. 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 Hila makaye susanto yema. Hila masito. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. sense that there are things that have been spoken to you by the Lord that he would like to perform. Or there are things that he will speak that by the grace of God and the faith of God we would not question but we would be able to respond with like faith that says, be it to me according to your word, Father. How? I don't know. When? I don't know. Where? I don't know. But be it to me according to your word. Come on, would you pray that with me right now? I'm waiting on the Holy Ghost here. Are you willing to say, be it to me according to your word, Father? Be it to me according to your word. Things spoken to my life. Things spoken in my life. The word of God that I've heard and sought by your grace to receive. I pray this night in your people. Be it according to your word, Father. Nothing that we can produce or make happen. But simply allowing our faith. Our faith to mix with your word, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray healing according to your word. I pray healing according to your word. I pray healing according to your word. With your stripes, we are healed. I pray the healing of the mind according to the word. The healing of the body according to the word. The delivering of the life according to your word. The rescuing of the backslider according to your word. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray and we believe according to your word, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Hikata le bokoshita malekoyo, Ila mateo ria rakashetele diataha balekoyo.
ilabatelo bokoshiti arataha in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, praise God, praise God. Could some men right there just pray with Brother Jester, if you would, right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Just agree in faith together. Father, by your spirit and by your word, in Jesus' name, by your spirit and by your word, Father, in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I don't doubt that when the Lord shows up and tells us something beyond our comprehension like Mary many times our first question is how and thankfully we have Mary in the scripture as our precedent to know that that's okay when the Lord says, I'm going to do this thing. That we can say, how? Now, what the angel said was the Holy Ghost will be with you and the Holy Ghost will overshadow you. That's all. That's the only answer to how. That Mary got. The Holy Ghost is going to be with you. And it says with God all things are possible. That's really the answer to how. With God. That's how. My mind went back to a time when. We were living in Memphis. And. There was a lady in the church there. Uh, she had been diagnosed with cancer. And I found out about it through Lauren. I think we were even at home when she told me, did you hear about so-and-so? And immediately, I, I felt a word from God. And if it hadn't been so direct... I, I probably would have wondered, what in the world does, does this even relate to that? But I know without a doubt that that's what it was, a word for that specific situation. I'll, I'll give you, it was a scripture. It's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 24. This was, to, it's still to me, it doesn't make sense 
that this can be a word for a situation like that. But I don't doubt it for a minute. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 It says, Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. And in my humanity, my first thought was, that's not an answer. I mean, yes, that's a word from God for the situation because I know when he speaks to me, but that's not an answer. I wonder what Mary would have... uh, 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 Thankfully, we don't see Mary responding, that's not an answer. The Holy Ghost is going to be with you. Oh, that's not an answer. That's just letting me know who's going to be there as we, whatever happens, happens. But he says, with God, all things are possible. In this, in this verse here, the focus is not on the reader, the hearer. The focus is on the one that's doing the calling, who is also going to perform the work. I wish I could have gone to that lady and said, I felt and I heard the word from the Lord that he is going to heal you right now in Jesus' name. In that situation, that's not what I heard. But it's, it's still my faith to believe that when he speaks a word directly like this, That's what I hold to. That's what my faith becomes that. His spoken word. Why don't you stand with me? I don't doubt that many times with this group, the Lord has shown up, spoken to you, put a word in your mind, put a word in your spirit, maybe even um, revealed to you a plan or a purpose, his purpose for a situation. And just like we're hearing tonight in our humanity, our response is, how are you going to do that? Or maybe it's, how am I supposed to do that? Because when the Lord shows you this, this mighty plan, this mighty work, and you reflect on your own humanity and you say, I can't do that. That cannot be done in my humanity. And if we end there, his word ends there. But if we have the response that Mary had, And says, be it unto me according to your word. We're we're expressing our faith in that. Why don't we pray to the Lord right now? Jesus, every promise, God, that you've made. Jesus, when you are the source of it, it is true. When you are the source of it, God, it is possible. In the name of Jesus. God, we surrender our own flesh right now. We surrender our own will, our own pride, Lord Jesus. Anything that would be a hindrance to your word and a hindrance to your will.
Jesus, we just want to see your word come to pass. In the name of Jesus, come on, respond to some of the things the Lord has spoken to you. Respond in faith right now. I believe it, Lord. I believe it because it's your word. I believe it because you are the source. I claim it right now in Jesus' name. Lord, our faith is in you. Our trust is in you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, your word says in the last days you will pour out your spirit upon all flesh. God, I'm expressing my trust and my belief in that right now. God, because you are the source of that promise. You are the source, God, and you are the one that will perform it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, build up our faith right now, God. In Jesus' name, I encourage you, let your faith lay hold to what's been spoken here tonight. The next time the Lord shows you a plan, a word, whatever it is, remember this. Know that he is the source. He is the one that will perform. With him, all things are possible. One scripture says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. The question is not, can I do it? The question is not, can he do it? The question is, am I with him? It's not even, is he with me? I can do all things through Christ. When I have that understanding, it doesn't matter what the thing is. Because if he's the source, if he's the power, it can be done. Why don't we thank the Lord? Jesus, I thank you right now. I thank you for the truth of your word, Lord Jesus. I thank you for the mighty outpouring that we're going to see, Lord Jesus. I thank you for the healings that we're going to see. Jesus, I thank you for the prodigals that we're going to see return home. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for every miracle that you will perform. I thank you right now, God. I thank you in advance, Lord Jesus. It's a sign of our faith. It's a sign of our belief, God. We're thanking you for it right now. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are great. Why don't we worship him for just a moment? God, you are great. You are wonderful, Jesus. You are excellent, O God. Beside you there is no other. You are the King of kings. God, all these promises we read about tonight, that is you. You are the King, Lord. Your throne ruleth forever. All power is in your hand, Jesus. You are the King above all kings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, to your rule there shall be no end. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He kataye amanda dolosai. I amanda da kaye adada i katai. He adalamanda dosotahaye. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody just needed to know that the Lord is with you tonight. He is with you. Everywhere that you go, He's with you. Every day, He's with you. We cannot escape Him. The Lord is with us always. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, there's a, there, there are some doctrines of men that would take the simple fact of what we read that says, Mary, the Lord is with you. Take that into a doctrine and, and say, that must make her holy. That must make her unlike anybody else on the earth. But I'm, I'm telling you right now, he's with me. He's with you. He's with us all. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a rich presence of the Lord that's here. I'm thankful for that. One more time, I'm just going to ask you to reach out to the Lord. Let your spirit reach out to him. He's doing mighty and, and deep works tonight. Jesus, we're thankful for it. Jesus, we're thankful for it. I'm thankful, yet, Lord, for the plans that you have that have yet to be fulfilled. Lord, I'm thankful for the mighty ways you're going to use these men and these women, these young people. Lord, I'm thankful for it. Lord, even when I can't say it all and speak it all in my mind, I believe it and I trust it in you, God, because your word says so. Your word says so, Lord Jesus, and you are not a liar. All truth is in you, God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Why don't you greet someone in the name of Jesus, and you are dismissed.